Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag. The podcast, as usual, is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is your custom pin-on-button manufacturer if you know what's good for you. Lone Star Buttons is owned by Adam Stimpy Jones. All of his products are made in the USA. He offers his buttons in multiple sizes and shapes. That dude's got tons of experience and he's very easy to work with and reliable. So to get in contact with Adam Stimpy Jones, you can email him at info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorak sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits. And as usual, if you want to take part in the show and send us an email and talk to us direct like, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We'll take friend questions, news stories, anything you want to throw at us, we'll read it. One of us will. It's probably going to be me. Anyway, here's the show. Hey everybody, holy shit, how's it going? Uh, thanks for listening to episode 73, glad you're still with us. Um, Brennan couldn't make it in today, but guess what? Fuck that guy, cause here's Fuck. Mike the Rodriguez. Oh, 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 oh. Just kidding, Brennan. Oh, yeah. We're not fucking you. No. We're just like you told me over the phone when I called you 20 minutes after you texted me. Yeah. <laughs> He texted you back, yeah. fuck that guy? He had on a, he had a 16-hour day at work, and, and I called him, and I was like, huh, still awake, huh? And he goes, fuck you! And hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's oh, funny. Shit. Well, well, sometimes after... Poor dude's been worked yeah. to death these past... Sometimes week, you reach that point week. where you're so sleepy that you don't want to go to sleep. I've had that happen. Yeah, I think Brennan was actually on the brink of, of sleep. And, uh, and then you you fucked him up by I, I, contacting him? I fucked his jam up. Oof. Well, I had a lot of shit to talk to Brennan about. Mm. How do you feel about Thin Lizzy? Couldn't get two shits. Really? I don't know. That's that's how <laughs> I felt until I actually listened to a live album. Uh, they're actually pretty damn solid. The no, song- no I I'm not saying they suck or anything. I haven't. I don't think I've actually heard or attributed a song to them. Yeah. Does that make you feel weird? No, it's before my day. I can't listen to every fucking piece of music that ever came out. I don't know, man. That's so, a... Sometimes, yeah, but sometimes I'll come across something good that I didn't know about. Or that yeah. I heard I heard good things about. Of course. And then I'll catch on years later and like, I'll be like, damn. Like the first time I heard T-Rex, like... I was in suspended animation. Like, <laughs> like five years ago when Captain I America. when I first heard T-Rex, I was like, oh my god. Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, you idiot. They've been out forever. Yeah. Idiot. What can you do? You can't do anything about it. I mean, I'm not, it's not like I'm saying, you know, I've never heard of the Beatles because you've got to be out of your flipping mind if you never heard the Beatles. Yeah. But then Lizzie, what's, I guess, what's one of their songs? Well, their their biggest hit was The Boys Are Back in Town. Oh, that song. But they have better songs than that. Well, I guess they didn't catch on, though. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Like they're the entire soundtrack of um, Days and Confused or what? Mm, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. 70s rock? 70 grad rock? Yeah. This was, uh, I don't know, it was weird. I think they were from Ireland, but they don't sound most, most Irish. Good, most good rock bands are not from America, and they don't sound from the country that they're from. Really? They all sound American or British? Yes. No, no, like, <laughs> like I mean, like, a lot of British singers don't sound British when they sing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think the notable exceptions are maybe The Cure. Uh-huh. When he, the strange way that he, he says certain words, mm-hmm. uh, I can't think of it at the moment, but there's there's a time where he does rhymes. Like, okay, he'll say rain and he'll rhyme it with again. Oh, yeah, that's cheating. Like, that's that's British. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, he gets no, a pass because it makes, it makes again. sense. But I think most people, when they sing, they don't, the accent doesn't come out a lot, mm-hmm. I think. Hmm. A lot of rock bands, at least. I've heard American bands singers sound british <laughs> the green day <laughs> no, well not exactly no come on i don't know i don't think that when dookie came around he was he cool. was he was biting on that british accent pretty hard mm, i don't know that was him well I'm, I'm a little i'm a tad bit younger than you just a tad uh-huh. and i remember when dookie came out i think i must have been in middle school uh-huh. i think i was just starting school. out and I was like, man, it's pretty cool. Like, <laughs> I thought Dookie was like the shit. I thought it was a really good album. Solid. <laughs> you thought Dookie was yeah. the shit. Yes. I am ashamed of myself for repeating the joke. <laughs> no, I wasn't even. It just came out that way. Uh, hi-yo. <laughs> okay. Uh, but all their subsequent albums uh, sucked ass. Like, even, I think they had maybe one more good one in them. Semi-decent one. No way, man. American Idiot. Just, uh, <laughs> no, no. I hate that. Uh, when's the last time you went swimming? I'd like to say sometime last year. I'm pretty sure. Really? I don't... Okay. I'll confess that I'm not a good swimmer. Neither am I. Um, I actually start freaking out if I get to like where I'm in tippy-toe water. Mm, really? Even though I can float. Uh-huh. When I get to that point where I kind of have to hop on my tippy-toe to touch the bottom, my mind just like panics and I start flailing about and sinking. No shit. Oh, yeah. Wow. Which is really strange. I mean, I grew up and by the time I got to my age... My parents stopped going to the YMCA for the kids' swimming classes. Uh-huh. So I didn't learn that way. And in fact, I did not even do anything but wade until about close to 10 years ago. I was living in an apartment. No, eight years ago, maybe. I was living mm-hmm. in an apartment with my uh, my friend Gabriel Espithia. And we had a pool there. And I went to a party and had, had some beers. And because of the beers, I felt confident uh, good <laughs> yeah. and i just let go of my legs and I, I was just floating the entire time like oh this feels so good <laughs> and then after that i started kind of learning how to swim i can kind of learn yeah i can if if i don't panic and know i need to get somewhere and i'm at a place where i'm already my feet are already touching i could doggy paddle mm-hmm. over there it might take forever but i can do it mm-hmm. but i think that it's a big mental thing with me like i can't like uh, if I'm conscious of it, it it's more of an effort, and I think that it it hinders me. Yeah. No, I was completely in that yeah. same position yeah. until I was like probably thirty. Yeah. And then I just started, you know. But I mean, I'm not good enough to you know rape no broads next to a dumpster. You know what I mean? Whoa. So, <laughs> yeah, and we'll just cut that <laughs> part. Brock, Brock humor. Oh, anyway, no. I'm just uh, playing. But you were saying? No, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Uh, no, I was I was in that same situation, but I went I went uh, swimming with my nephew and my sister uh, this weekend, mm-hmm. and surprisingly, I can still swim. Like I wasn't I was never a strong swimmer, and I still am not a strong swimmer, but I can still swim. You know, yeah. I'm not doggy paddling. I'm go to hell. 
I'm fucking Eat. copying the movies that I've seen. Damn. You doing the swimming. frog strokes? Yeah. No. Um, did, was it a pool? Did y'all go to that uh, virus-infected yeah. beach? No, we went to a virus-infected apartment pool. And it uh, was, I'm pretty sure it's still cleaner than Galveston. Uh, yeah. I, Fle- I didn't get diarrhea. Eating. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> Except uh, her I'll, pool needs to be resurfaced, and I ugh. just tore the shit out of my big toe. Yes. I really hate those apartment pools that the the ground's rough, the bottom's rough. Uh huh. Because it like since I since I don't actually swim swim and I do a lot of wading and walking. Yeah, tears up your tears feet. up my feet. So I have a funny swimming story though. Go for it. I was at that same apartment. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We had two pools. It was at Richmond Square. I believe they've torn most of it down by now. <clears throat> but back in the day, they had two pools. They had a small pool. Up near the front and visitor center, and then they had one in the back that was bigger, deeper, larger. So anyway, I was there. We're with a bunch of friends. We walked over there, jumped in the pool, and I was like, "Man, this pool's all cloudy. What the hell's going on?" Ugh, and it's starting to hurt my eyeballs a little bit. And then I pop up, and then my friends <laughs> into are, like my, four streams of piss. <laughs> my, my friends point at this sign. They're cleaning the fucking pool. Like I didn't see the sign that said "pool cleaning in progress." And now you never will. Yes, because <laughs> your eyes are burned out of your skull. So it was pretty bad. Wow, that's felt like a goof. Pretty good. <laughs> I thought for sure you were gonna surface into streams of pee, but well, whatever. Whoa, that's, maybe yeah. next time. That's your sick next, twisted fantasies, bro. <laughs> next time, tell that one. Yeah. Uh, no, if I got pissed on, I probably wouldn't tell anybody. Hey, what do you? What is your position on victimless crime? <laughs> very broad um i've been well, let me give you an example okay in my example i've been decoding a lot of dvds into a digital format that's not a victim well that's not even a crime is it it's not if, if it's a dvd that you own uh-huh you're you're you have within your legal right to make a digital copy of it for your own personal use i just can't sell it right true yeah fuck all Uh-oh. right i'm still good i'm still good yeah for 24 I mean, I, hours. I, clear, I do not download any illegal music, movies, or TV shows. So I'm, You're know, in the clear. I'm in the clear. Wink, wink. <laughs> Blinking. Weird. <Yeah. laughs> Some, did bleach get in your eye? Yes. Did chlorine get in your eye? Uh, so it's allowed me to revisit some stuff in my dvd collection let me know if you've seen any of these uh big man japan no have you heard of it no Ooh. okay uh sky captain and the world of tomorrow i heard about it i think that i wasn't old enough or mature enough to see it for what it was it was a strange movie yes uh but they they were going for a really specific style that i think a lot of people weren't down with yeah because people had really weren't doing that yet right the, uh, i completely yeah you know I, it's no secret that i turned down the color on some movies on my tv and uh i'll watch them in black and white if they were like a period movie mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna if it's a viking movie i'm gonna watch it in color because even the blood there's no tv back in the viking days True. but if it's something like uh Schindler's list yeah i'll watch that in black and white it is a is it? In, it is in black, it is and, white. In black and white. God damn it! You tricked me. You got me, you son of a uh, bitch. Fargo? No, no. I heard Fargo in black and white is really amazing. Really? Mm-hmm. I could see that with the contrast and the snow mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, let's see. Mars Attacks. Uh, uh, yeah, oh yeah, I've heard that. That's really good. Last Man Standing. I'll watch that in black and white. Uh, but anyway, I watched um Miller's Crossing. Excellent. That's good in black and white. I've done that. 
Um, Forbidden Planet already in black and white, so <laughs> I had to make no adjustment. Have you seen Forbidden Planet? I've seen parts of it. I know it's it's the quote unquote classic. It's a some, masterpiece. Some, uh, I, I think I need to be in a very specific mood to watch that. Yeah, and and in my home entertainment system, it's it's a family film, so it comes up in a list of family films. Uh-huh. And sometimes uh, we'll watch. Wait, what's the name of it again? Forbidden Planet. Forbidden Planet. We'll watch um, some. I forget some movie that starts with F. And when that movie ends, the next movie plays, and it's Forbidden Planet. And I'll watch kind of the beginning, and then my, my son gets extremely bored and tells me to turn it off. Uh-huh. Uh. But I mean, I, I want that's on my to do to watch list. So is Metropolis. Yeah, Heard I've yet to see Metropolis. Heard that one's a masterpiece. But that was before for, uh, Forbidden Planet. Oh yeah, that was a silent film. Yeah, Forbidden Planet. But they had all the tropes of like that fifties um, sci-fi kind of. Yes, but they. Let's see. They did the best that they could do with the technology that was at hand, and they made like a big scope movie. Like yeah. uh, all the backgrounds that were painted were like fucking amazing. Uh, when they show the inside of this um, facility, this power plant, I mean, it's supposed to be enormous, mm-hmm. and they do matte paintings in the background and just make it look crazy. That's so great to me to see matte paintings, because uh, you know movies these days really don't do that. They either shoot on location as much as they can, or green screen most of that shit in. Right. <clears throat> but like, like watching The Wizard of Oz last couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. just to see all the fucking matte paintings they had and how enormous everything looks when it's not. Right. They're just in a sound studio with a painting in the background, but it's with such detail, I guess, I mean, the camera can only pick up so much, but it's enough detail to where it looks real and it looks like they're in a big valley or something, you know? What's it look like in 4K? I don't have no fucking 4K. <laughs> I have it in a 720. That's good enough. Looks fine to me. I can see... I don't know. No, I don't even want to... The uh, cowardly lion's micro penis. Yeah. Internal. Um, get it up. Get it up. So, uh, Sunday... No, Saturday, I hung out with Thomason Dieter. Oh. And I won... I'm not even exaggerating. I lied for humor's sake to entertain myself, and I won a glo- a Golden Globe. <laughs> what? My lie was so perfect that he completely believed it, and and I continued the lie for a good five ten minutes, and uh, he awarded me with a Golden Globe. Oh man, what were you lying about? Don't remember. <laughs> What a great story I'm un- you had. I'm under there. pressure right now. Uh, no, I should have written that down because all I have is I won a Golden Globe for lying. <laughs> like I did with my uh, Schindler's List? Yeah, Man, you got good. me. You got me. <laughs> so, anything new with you, dude? Uh, last couple of weeks, no, not much. Uh, we've uh, At my work, we finally narrowed it down and I'm going to have a boss next week. Whoa. Haven't had a boss in about a month. Oh, wow. Well, I've had somebody that we can report to for certain things, but he's not in IT, so he doesn't know what the hell's going on. Ooh. So, so are they, did they recruit somebody from in-house? Nope. They, the one guy from in-house tried, and then at his second interview, they pretty much said, no, nah, we're going to get this other guy. Oh, so okay. he's kind of cheesed. Oh, yeah. Wasting his time, you know. Mm. Um, <clears throat> fairly interesting. I work for a religious organization. I'm not religious. The entire IT department's not the religious. The KKK is a religious organization? No, West, Westboro. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes. Um, and so there's various degrees of atheism and agnosticism in the IT department. Mm-hmm. Uh, not like those plebs that believe in Jesus. No. <laughs> anyway. Plebs. 
plebs. Plebs. I, I can call them plebs. Plebeian. They're not plebeians. Are you sure? Plebeian. Mm. Doesn't sound right. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not ancient Roman, so I, don't, I really don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, the guy doing the hiring has had a long streak of hiring religious people that don't know what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. And so, anyway, he said, hey, we have a finalist. We're like, cool, cool. You want to go meet him? We're like, sure. So we had like a little lunch meeting to meet the guy. We couldn't grill him too hard because, I mean, it was a lunch meeting. So we couldn't say like, oh, you know, very specific managing questions. But as as it starts off, like our temporary boss said, hold on, before we eat, I'm going to go pray over the food. Feel free to join in. And he started doing the Lord's Prayer. And this other guy, without skipping a beat, started following along with us. I was like, oh, great. Mm. But you, you don't, you never know. We'll find out next week what his style's like and how he is. Hopefully, I'm hoping for the best. Yeah. What if he's just playing along to get the job? That's what I would do. Shit. Yeah. That's what you did do, sucker. Sucker. Just kidding. No, I don't know. it was. It was not my during my interview. Religion was not brought up one iota. Really? Really? Hmm. I don't even think that much was brought up. It was very strange. Did the same guy hire you? No, oh, he okay. wasn't there yet. Ah, all right. The person who hired me was my old boss that left and. As best I can recall, it wasn't like a, you know, what do you know about this technology? What do you know about this technology? It was like, so go, I see you've been in IT for about five years. I'm like, yeah, just about. She's like, okay, cool. And then we started talking about movies and music and shit Mm -hmm. for about half an hour. And then she's like, all right, well, we'll get back with you. And then I got the job. Awesome. That shit never happen again. What else? What's going on? What else? Um, how's how's Baycliff treating you these days? Oh, Baycliff's doing fine. I mean, like I said, I've been keeping to myself. No more run-ins with the. I had a I had lawn, a f- lawn psycho. Not the lawn psycho, nor the crazy girl raising money, raising churches for money for with a, <laughs> oh, a yeah. cancer. No, I think the second time around, she she got the hint that just because we live in a nicer looking kind of nicer looking house that we're not loaded. Mm. Oh, here you go, girl. Here's a fifty. Uh, there was a guy that knocked on the door. It was, it was quite hilarious. My girlfriend went out to the car to get something, and she went back in the house. And then, like, not 10 seconds after she got in the house, there was a knock on the door. Typical knock, 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 like douchebag knock. Like they know you? Yeah. Yeah. Knock, 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 knock. I don't want to actually do it. I don't know how loud these are. There you go. It's one of those. Yeah, that's a, hey, let me in. I'm I'm here. Yeah scary <laughs> so she's like you get it and she she her, she was on her way over to christopher's room to go play with him she's like you're the man of the house i'm like yeah whatever so i walk i walked by and i was like you know what i'm not expecting anybody i don't care about anybody i don't give a shit so i like walked in the bedroom and i'm just doing shit and then i hear it again very faint i'm like oh all right let me go see what this asshole wants so i go outside and there's this guy okay buddy he's like so i guess you're the man in the house when she's not around <laughs> i was like <laughs> This is like the worst sales pitch ever. What do you want? <laughs> You're already insulting me. Yes. So he had a he had a, a container of like palm olive, uh-huh. palm olive. I don't know however you want to pronounce it, palm olive. And he said that the, he's starting some new. They're part of some new business in Baytown, which is not really that close if you think about it. It's kind of close, but it's not. I mean, you might be closer to Baytown. Yeah, it's right than, here. Yeah. I mean, right here. But. Right here. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure it's like 20 minutes away at least nah i don't think bullshit so. you pull it pull it up on your map i'll go right now you want to take a drive no i'll talk for 40 minutes and i want you to go over there and come back <laughs> just myself anyway so he says they got some new business and they're handing out free this free bottle of palm olive and he says the only catch is that you know they'll clean two houses two rooms in the house 
for free. All we had to do was promise to tell our neighbors and stuff about it. <laughs> okay, go That's ahead. That's what he said. I was like, okay. He's like, they always want to know the catch. Well, here's the catch. Like he sounded like the douchebag from the uh, the uh, squidget. We're gonna shampoo your carpet. Well, the the, 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 the guy that like punched that woman out for biting his lip when he was French kissing the lady of the hour. Okay. Uh, the 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 towel, the towel that you. Oh, Shamwell. Shamwell yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, it's like that. And so he he started going on. So what what room in your house gets the most dirt in it? And at that point, I had already st- stood out there for like a minute, and then I said. Oh, I'm sorry, we're not looking for those types of services right now. He's like, fair enough, fair enough, but, uh, you know, how much would you think? You know, he started asking me some other questions, and before I let him finish, I was like, no thanks, we're not interested today. And then he, like, made a sour puss face, and he said, okay, well, uh, if you don't mind, can I have that free thing back? And he snatched it out of my hand so that he can go and tell the next the next person, I'm like, here you go, no shit off my back, pal. <laughs> no shit off I my back. I didn't, you know, I wasn't, I didn't wake up this morning thinking that I was going to be given some free dish soap. Mm-hmm. So that was my last run in. I was like, come on, man, leave everybody alone. When was this? This was Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Saturday afternoon. He's lucky he didn't get the. This little prick was asking me how my day went. What an asshole. I said, none of your goddamn business. <laughs> you should be tougher with fucking people that come up to your house. I give him a little. I know, but I mean, I used to listen to the entire shtick. Now at least I give him yeah. 30 seconds and then say, not interested. Yeah. I don't, I don't go, get the fuck off my lawn. Yeah. I feel like with this facial hair, I can just go out there with wild, ungroomed top hair and be like, what in tarnations? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? I'm eating my mac and cheese. Uh, What's been up with you? You're, that story reminded me of uh, <laughs> Jess was approached because we're, we're not eating sugar at this point for you know of. seven weeks, eight weeks, something like that. Uh, and she was approached today with some uh, peer pressure to eat a piece of cake and she said no several times and then finally they you know they let her alone co-workers yeah uh and i told her just do what i do when somebody when after i say no thank you twice i'll take the thing and i'll Throw just it dump it in the fucking trash right there you in go. front of them <laughs> they won't ask again i guarantee you that no the uh free food offers dried out after that <laughs> um let's hit some news let's do it We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Nope. Are you up on your Brexit? Is that like lunch and dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Uh, it's uh, Britain voted to leave the European Union, and everybody is freaking out. Uh, this happened. That's right. Two days ago, three days ago. Okay. Uh, happened over the weekend, didn't it? I think on a Friday. On yeah, f- on Friday. I think so. Say where I was talking shit on Saturday. Which I thought. I was... think that's when the votes were counted. Okay. Um, and they wanted to leave the the EU because too many immigrants. See, I'm not I'm not completely sure on that, but uh, it had something to do with old people being scared so i imagine it was like a right-wing type like xenophobia for no i don't know i think they were just they just wanted to be off on their own so that other countries weren't dragging them dragging their economy down but i'm not sure that's even fucking correct so i don't know man our stocks have been down since that happened you know i started a diet when dropping pounds faster than brexit (laughs) oh 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 (laughs) 
Good one. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Well, that's all. Basically, the mo- the majority of what I've heard was that they don't care for immigrants, and the pound is fucking nose bombing right now. That's what I hear. Yeah. But maybe it's just people being scared or people trying to incite something. I didn't go to you know a reputable news source for this. Neither did I. <laughs> um, Got all my news on Facebook. I mean that happened. That happened long enough ago to where I should know something about it. But really, all all they talk about is the aftermath. Yeah. They don't. They weren't talking about the reasons why they voted to be out, other than right wing propaganda. Which I don't know what the fuck the argument was. <sighs> Too many Muslims in London? Uh, I don't know. I don't, see, I don't know if it had anything to do with that. I, I should... You know what? Next episode, I'm going to do a special report. <laughs> there you go. Um. Oh, check this out. Uh, Missouri governor vetoes bill to abolish concealed carry permit. Now, what does that sound like to you? That, read, that was, read it one more time. That was the headline that I read. Uh, Missouri governor vetoes bill to abolish concealed carry permit. So there's a concealed carry permit. Somebody wanted to get rid of it, and then he vetoed the getting rid of. So he's for it. What does it mean? That's what I thought. Okay. He was like, there's no way you're going to take away the concealed, concealed carry. Yeah. But this this bill would have let anyone conceal and carry without a permit. So they were going to, the bill was going to completely take out any uh, restrictions or okay. uh, classes and he, and he that you have to that? take. Yes. Okay. Meaning they're keeping the bill, they're keeping the concealed carry, but the way it is, where you have to get a license to do it, God, rather than that's some clickbaity shit right there. That's crazy. That that's completely twisted. Yeah, because it makes you think that what he wants complete gun control. You know, but in 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 effect, he wants some gun control. But I mean. Oh. What Nate? What legislative branch? What, what's going on where they're gonna say no? We want everybody to conceal carry. You know why this happened? The guy's a Democrat, and it was it was probably that doesn't sound like anything a Democrat would vote for. I wouldn't vote for less restriction on guns. He didn't. He was voting for. I understand, but I'm for saying for a license. He's voting to veto. He was he was vetoing. He, he vetoed the bill that would have let anyone carry. That's what I'm saying. So he wanted More. people to get licensed. Correct, but the article's title makes it sound like. Go on, I want you to make. I want you to make the same jump I did. He wanted to do away with gun control. Gotcha. He wanted nobody. But what to I'm, have what concealed, I'm saying is, he who, wanted no one to have concealed carry. He wanted yes. to outlaw concealed carry. What I'm saying is, who in the right mind would create a bill that says there are no restrictions? Everybody, fucking Republicans. Every it man, was a Republican woman, and child. Bill. That's was, a shitty bill. It is a shitty bill. But why would why would the media why would this news source twist it like that to get the clickbaits? Uh, okay, people. You know, people. The majority of days, I'm guilty of it too. You read the headline, you no, read the first yeah, paragraph. That's all. That's all. And the then you show share is. that shit, and you get all mad about that's stuff. That's all the show. Yeah, is. exactly. But that's why it was written that way. <sighs> that's and and it, everybody's gonna read that and think the opposite of what's true. Yes. Because nobody fucking reads articles, really. I don't think. I mean, if they're more than a page long, I kind of bail out of that thing. It's like, it, it reminds me of that Simpsons gag where Lionel Hutz had the his lawyer card and it said, works on a contingency basis, no money down. And Bart goes over him to him and he says, hey, you say you work on a contingency basis. He's like, oh, hold on. There was a typo. And he, he said, work on a contingency basis? And he put a question mark. No, <laughs> comma, money down. Oh, man. Like, that's, it's like... 
It's a bait. Yeah. It's the yeah, bait yeah. and switch. You're trying uh-huh. to get. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's fucked up. Anyway, uh, did you hear anything about this Jesse Williams speech on for his BET award? No. Who's Jesse Williams? Exactly. I have no idea who this person is, but I watched his speech for the platform. I don't know if it's been done before, but man, he really sounded like he was trying to educate people and uplift his community. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, he went deep into shit. Like, uh, I'm going to play it at the end of the show. You know what? I'll play it at the end of the news, and then uh, you guys can hear it too. But really uplifting. Uh, I think it's great that uh, this guy wasn't afraid to completely speak his mind on, uh, you know, not about? not just you know uh, systems and practices that oppress black people, but really it it uh it applied to everyone. It's it's different. It's a different way of looking at things, I think. I gotta listen to this. We will. Uh, let's see. Supreme Court overturns Virginia government governor's corruption conviction. Did you Ooh. hear about that? No. Governor Robert uh, McDonald accepted $177,000 in luxury gifts and sweetheart loans. For what? Just him Th- and his through, wife. Through his, through his year of campaigning? While he was in office. That's fucking par for the course over there, but they wanted to but bring charges in, and then SCOTUS said, nah, it's okay. Um is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I you know what, I'm not sure if it was a, a Virginia Supreme Court or not. Okay. But supposedly any corruption charges that the government presses against other state governors or whatever is going to be compromised because of this ruling. So they're basically legalizing corruption now. <laughs> Oh my god. Like it's not bad enough. Like it's, um speaking of this, Virginia, um West Virginia's flooding has killed twenty four people so far. Oh man. Um it's crazy, man. The the pictures are nuts. Uh so the National Guard has rescued hundreds. Can you guess how much rain came down? Twelve feet? Nope. Twenty four feet? N- no. What? That's like Noah's Ark. It's like the house okay, it's eight feet? Nope. Because it was so mountainous, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I don't know if you know about Virginia, but it's all mountains. Ozarks? Uh, ten inches. Ten yeah. inches you gotta shit of me. rain has caused... Well, this I mean, is going down the, the mountain? A ton of damage, yeah. yeah. So it's causing mud Ten slides. inches. Ten inches, yeah. Inches. Yes. <laughs> Less than a foot of rain. Yes, correct. Fuck. I was feeling sorry for these fuckers. Fuck them. No, I don't know. Well... That's weird. Is it just you know what? Now that you mention it, is it just causing mudslides? It can't have been ten feet. Is it just because it's causing mud mudslides? And I hope the article that I read didn't have a typo. I mean, is it like they're laying down there, they're drowning, but then when they stand up, they're no, okay? because yeah, all if it's all mountains, that water's start gonna rush, collect somewhere, yeah. rush down to the bottom, taking everything with it. All those banjos swept away. Yeah, people washed off their porches. I don't know, man. It's it's the world's revenge. <laughs> that seems I'm gonna weird. edit that out. Um, so I read this. Uh, I read this article. I was saving it for the end, where uh, scientists are creating this system of augmented eternity, where they're actually they're trying to download your consciousness into a computer. Ooh, that's yeah. um, Dark City. Is it? Dark City, you could get injections. <laughs> you can get injections of 
people's memories that are not your own, uh, like a drug. Yeah. Well, they're they're saying thirty or forty years. So well, fuck, I gotta live thirty, forty years, man. We got some time. Um, I think that'll be interesting. Yeah, these are researchers at MIT and uh, Ryerson University in Toronto. Yeah. So now it makes it makes of... you think. It, or have they already done it, and this is it right now? Are we in a simulation? See, you're opening up a big can of worms because there are there there are debating groups of scientists that that think about this. Mm-hmm. Some say no, this is real. This is an original thing happening. Then you got Ewok Magui. I forgot what his actual real name is. Who? E Ewok E one something that said that there's a one in billions chance that th- we're in base reality right now. Like that's his probability that we're in the real world is one in billions. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, who was that? Ewan. He has a weird name. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. There you go. Well, he was the one that said it. It's not. He said it's not a simulation. It's not a simulation. No, but he, I read that on a headline. <laughs> yeah. No, no. There was a video where he said that there's a one in billions chance. Yeah. That we're in, right now in base reality. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's a creepy idea to think about. Yeah, it is. Because I mean, what's to stop people from rampaging like they did in the Middle Ages if this shit's fake? You know, what if this is like somebody's Sims game, mm-hmm. and, that and they're bored? They're bored one day, so they're like, "Hey, let me let me go create a little uh, flood over here in take West this, Virginia. Take this giant meteor and hit the yeah. restart button." Um, I don't know if you ever played The Sims. No, I but if you get did. bored, you can create nat- uh, natural disasters, and really? aliens can come by and wipe everything out. Yeah, damn, I did not know that. <clears throat> I find it intriguing. I actually find that article. I haven't read what you, but what you said seems intriguing about them downloading your consciousness because I, I, I mean, I know that we know somewhat how the brain works, but I think it's weird to compress. Yeah. What memories are and how the fuck your brain stores them. It's, it seems like magic to me. Can you imagine the early stages are going to be like clouds of like just, it's not going to make sense in the beginning. Like, yeah. It's going to be such a catastrophe. The first people that do it are just going to lose gonna go their... Going to go crazy? They're gonna lose their minds? No, but, I mean, whatever goes into the computer is just going to be a bunch of nonsense. I mean, how do you how do you translate actual memories and thoughts into ones and zeros? You have not seen um, Lawnmower Chappie. Man? <laughs> no, I haven't seen Chappie. You need to watch Chappie. Huh. Kind of, it's kind of related to what we're talking about. Huh. It's good. I mean, the deant word might annoy you if you don't if you're not into them. Yeah, but I I love the director Sumi. He's the guy that did uh, District Nine, District Nine, yeah. and yeah. the one with uh, uh, Matt Damon. Um, what can I think? Elysium. Of right Elysium. I like that one too. I have not seen that one yet. Well, I haven't seen Chappie. Chappie either, was pretty but District cool. Nine was pretty badass. Yeah. What else do you? He made something That's it. before he, that, right? No. Well, he made a short film. That District 9 was based on. Okay. Uh, right now, he's doing the um, Alien 5. Oh. Yeah, well, he's at least yeah. tied to it. I don't, I don't know how far they, they are into they it. They pulled the plug on him. Yeah. On him? Yeah. Oh. On that movie because of the Prometheus thing. So. Oh, because, it's of, just because gonna, they're going to rename Prometheus to Alien. Alien something or other. But they, I mean, Fox can only do so much at one time you know yeah they can't and they can't do two alien movies back to back that'd be great yeah i would i would go i would see it but um as far as digitizing your brain i don't know it's gonna take some time i think 25 to 40 years <laughs> but what if you get to the point where your digitized self <clears throat> wants the digital memories digitized for their digital other self to look at 
and your synthetic body yes. goes on a rampage and murders you. We're close to that. Yeah. It makes you want to watch uh, Blade Runner. See, listening to Revenge of the World, you get tomorrow's problems. Today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to go to some uh, friend questions? Yes, sir. Are you sure? Um. Yes, sir. Okay. Here we go. Peace, peace. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you, BT. Uh, thank you, Nate Parker, Harry, um, and, and Debbie Allen uh, for participating in that. Um, before we get into it, I just want to say, you know, I brought my parents out tonight. I just want to thank them uh, for being here, for teaching me um, to focus on comprehension over career, that uh, they make sure I learn what the schools were afraid to teach us, and also to thank my amazing wife for changing my life. Now, this award... This is not for me. This is for the real organizers all over the country, the activists, the civil rights attorneys, the struggling parents, the families, the teachers, the students that are realizing that a system built to divide and impoverish and destroy us cannot stand if we do. All right? It's kind of basic mathematics. The more we learn about who we are and how we got here, the more we will mobilize. Now, this is also in particular for the black women in particular, who have spent their lifetimes dedicated to nurturing everyone before themselves, we can and will do better for you. Now, what we've been doing is looking at the data, and we know that police somehow manage to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country, or we will restructure their function and ours. Now, I got more, y'all. Yesterday would have been young Tamir Rice's 14th birthday. So I don't want to hear any more about how far we've come when paid public servants can pull a drive-by on a 12-year-old playing alone in a park in broad daylight, killing him on television and then going home to make a sandwich. Tell Rakia Boyd how it's so much better to live in 2012 than it is to live in 1612 or 1712. Tell that to Eric Garner. Tell that to Sandra Bland. Tell that to Dorian Hunt. Now the thing is though, all of us in here getting money, that alone isn't going to stop this. All right? Now dedicating our lives, dedicating our lives to getting money just to give it right back for someone's brand on our body. When we spent centuries praying with brands on our bodies, and now we pray to get paid for brands on our bodies. There has been no war that we have not fought and died on the front lines of. There has been no job we haven't done. There's no tax they haven't levied against us, and we've paid all of them. But freedom is somehow always conditional here. You're free, they keep telling us. But she, she, she would have been alive if she hadn't acted so free. Now, freedom is always coming in the hereafter. But you know what, though? The hereafter is a hustle. We want it now. And let's get, let's get a couple things straight. Just a little side note. The burden of the brutalized is not to comfort the bystander. That's not our job. All right, stop with all that. If you have a critique for the resistance, 
for our resistance, and you better have an established record of critique of our oppression. If you have no interest, if you have no interest in equal rights for black people, then do not make suggestions to those who do. Sit down. We've been floating this country on credit for centuries, yo. And we're done watching and waiting while this invention called whiteness uses and abuses us, burying black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like oil, black gold, ghettoizing and demeaning our creations, then stealing them, gentrifying our genius, and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. The thing is, though, the thing is that just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. Thank you. Okay, so... God damn it, Mike. Dude, Mike Rodriguez wants to know who's on tonight. Who is on tonight, Mike? Me, motherfucker. Who are you? You're the Mike I'm the, Rodriguez. I'm Mike the Rodriguez. Um, Thomason Dieter asks, what are your views on the current school system and the standardized testing? Why don't you take that one? <laughs> standardized testing? Uh, uh, oh, okay, I'm so far out of the loop. I have a kid, but he hasn't gotten that age yet. Right. So I don't know what the current state is. I do know it's a little fucked up. I read that a lot of students that were going to fail a standardized test were at the last minute told not to take it this hmm? year. Really? It was pretty big news that they were that the um the person that's the president of the board of education for Texas or Houston voted they have to they have a right to say we don't want to take the test this year. What? Something like that. Maybe I got it all fucked up, but that's what I read. That there was a lot of students that would have been failing it, but they said no, we don't want it. Instead of having all these kids fail it, we'll just not take it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh I didn't know about that. I don't I don't like I mean it's a double edged sword when you think about how to measure like them being concerned about the uh performance of the child versus what they do to juke the numbers so that to stay in business because we all know that there's a bunch of dumbass kids out there that are not everybody's blessed with uh with um, children that want to learn no well just just <laughs> cognitive thought and and deep thought you know not, not everybody wants to learn not everybody right. wants to read a book and do math and shit well i'm not That's surprised i'm not surprised but considering... when, when you try to force everybody and there's gonna be and say that your salary and your school's existence and your the money you get from the schools is based on how well your kids do mm-hmm. there comes a point where you're gonna cheat so that you keep that money yeah and there's no way around that it's almost as if well, our entire system is based on corruption <laughs> Pretty much is. Uh, so what do we do, Mike? What do we do about this? I would probably reverse the no kid left behind bullshit. Start failing, failing kids. Yeah, yeah. That, that that's seems not fair. doing good. Fucking fail. That seems fair. I think. Um, I don't think you say. Oh my god, you're you're twelve and just not getting it. Who gives a shit? You're going up to middle school. You know. I think school could be a little more performance based. Like if if you're talented at learning. Mm-hmm. You should be placed in a higher class. They still they have that the quote unquote vanguard program, right? But what do you do with the middle and the bottom? 
You put them in the middle. Is the, is the regular stuff and the bottom you put in there special ed? Uh, Let them wear helmets. Not, not sure it works exactly like that. But maybe if there were, I don't know, six levels. Whoa. You know, we're already spending a shitload of money. I mean, different things can be done. We're not, we shouldn't be tied to the same broken system. Correct. And we're, you know, we're paying for a broken system. Shouldn't shouldn't be a permanent deal. I know things are different from when I was a kid, so and I yeah. don't have, you know, children going to school, so I wouldn't really be able to give an educated opinion on it, but doesn't seem like it's working and it doesn't seem like it's gonna change. So there you go, Thomas on. Um you got one? Yes. <clears throat> In the light of the recent SCOTUS ruling, mm-hmm. should sex education be advocated instead of instead? So there isn't such a heinous act to be performed. And what would be so wrong to hold them to the same standards as clinics or hospitals? The heinous act being sex? I think the heinous act being abortion. Oh, the A-word. The A-word. So So my opinion first is I find this to be somewhat of a loaded question because, I mean, if you want me to answer as, as curtly as you can, Sex education doesn't prepare you for a family member or a loved one or unrelated person raping you, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that the question mm. is coming in in a frame of mindset, frame of mind that all the girls that go to abortion clinics are just whores or floozies that don't want to take responsibility. And they're like, oh, I just get an abortion. I think I think that's where the question's coming from, mm. the idea behind it. And I feel like, okay, yes, sex education is key. As a parent, I am I am pro-choice. I mean, I know I have little to no saying. I mean, it's not my fight per se, because I'm I'm a dude and I don't, you know, babies grow in the woman. <clears throat> so it's more their body and their choice. That's why I'm pro-choice. But I don't think that somebody just wakes up one morning and goes, oh, la, 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 I'm going to get an abortion. I, I, I got drunk and fucked this dude a couple weeks ago and I don't want to have a kid this early, so I'm going to get an abortion. I don't think that that's like there are people that think that that's how people are. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I at least hope that an abortion is a very serious uh, decision you got to make mm-hmm. in your life. That it's not taken lightly, and I, I think that the women that do get it, I at least hope that they thought long and hard about it, and they're making a very tough decision. That's how, that's how I feel. Um, okay, I've actually known women that have gotten abortions, mm-hmm. several. Uh, they did take it. I mean, it was like super hard. Yeah. for them to make those that decision um i don't think that you know rape would account for a large percentage them, but there is a percentage i don't think a you... percentage but i i think the you majority know. of them are probably what you just said you know i had sex with a guy you know i missed my period uh i'm pregnant yeah i don't want to be pregnant because my life's all fucked up i'm 21 yes. years old yes you know uh in the cases that I I wasn't involved in, but I knew of uh, personally, that was the case. Like, there's no way that person could have supported a family at that yeah. point. So I don't know. I don't think it's wrong necessarily. I don't think it's. I don't think it should have laws against it. Uh, should be a personal choice. It's just fucking tough, you know. Yeah. And if that person's strong enough to make that decision, I mean, fuck. I I can't say anything against it. It's yeah. not it's not my life. Uh, so just just that's, that's where my libertarianism comes in. <laughs> there you go. Um, I did some research. Do you know what the case was that got overturned today? No, 
Okay, so it was House Bill number two in the Texas legislature. I think it was in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, couple of things that they did was they were trying to limit second term abortions. Uh, not second term. Uh, second trimester. Second trimester. There we go. I can't think right now. Uh, they try to make it to where the doctor. I believe it's where the doctor doing the abortion has to be able to work at a hospital that's 30 miles away. Some weird thing like that. Like, they had to be able to admit patients 30 minutes away. Oh, 30 miles yeah, away. this was the uh, the, and, re- and the Republican Texas uh, yes. it was a Republican. bill yep. that passed. Yes. And it was and, requiring clinics to have, like, a ambulance drive-through. Amb- ambulance and have, every, like, the same thing as if they were a hospital. Right. All the equipment, they had to have certain equipment yes. and have ambulance and this, that, and the other. Uh-huh. And so that got overturned by the Supreme Court because they said that that more or less hindered a woman's right to an abortion. Right. They, Which they, it did. They, they made too many rules to where it was hindering it. And you know, say what you want, but they were basically saying that uh, opponents of the bill were saying, well, at the time before it was passed, there was 46 places in Texas that you could get an abortion. Mm-hmm. And they said after the bill had passed and it was going to go into effect, it would be as little as six or as many as six open. And they said the ramifications of that is that a woman that would possibly want an abortion was limited to what she could do, how far she could travel, and in the end would more likely have a a second trimester abortion, a late abortion just because of financial reasons. Financial reasons and having having to jump through hoops basically. Right. And so that's what that's what was overturned. And so the second question, second part making, of making making that later term would mean a more difficult choice also. Yes. And they they do lots of weird stuff and I've I've heard, you know, feminists and other people like and other people say stuff, you know, they were having it to where you had to do a sonogram before you had an abortion. Right. Um you had to consult with a doctor so many times. You have they, they were making it to where it was really, really hard choice to make. I mean, right. not only hard emotionally, but you have to you have to hear the baby's heartbeat. Yeah, you have to, to go like through that. different steps, which I think is a little fucked up. Yeah, that's, that's and, and really so weird. the second part is what would be so wrong to hold themselves to the same standards as clinics or hospitals? And how I feel about that part of it is that they were trying to impose quote-unquote, abortion clinics to be something that they're not. Yeah, it's not open-heart surgery. It's yeah. something It's very that specific. Could... It's it's women's reproductive health. Yes, it's something that could happen in an in a office. Like, it's not... Kind of. We... Oh, yeah. But, okay, to give some examples, because like, uh, like Planned Parenthood, mm-hmm. uh, all these big dum-dums, excuse me, in the Republican Party think that it's an abortion machine and they just toss baby parts by the wayside to, to sell to medical companies. Mm-hmm. When in Which fa- they do. Just kidding. <laughs> when, when in fact, at the Planned Parenthood, the state gave them money. I don't know if you know. You know this, that the, they got defunded. The mm-hmm. Planned Parenthood got defunded. Because they were saying, oh, no, I don't want my, my money to go to those uh, abortion baby killer factories. Right. When in so fact, it affected a lot of women's health. It did, because a lot of pe- the people that go there and the money that they were getting from the government was for um, uh, child prevention, uh, prophylactics, I don't know, stuff that won't get you pregnant, birth mm-hmm. control, this, that, and the other. Mammograms. They were doing mammograms. They were doing, you know, f- physicals and stuff like that, w- dealing with uh, female rep- reproductive organs right? for people that couldn't afford it. Yes. And all, all that shit got defunded because... Some idiot was saying that they're baby killer factories, and then some other idiot made some stupid-ass tape talking about how they were selling baby parts. 
to some yeah, hospital. Yeah, wasn't there an illegal, uh, like... Yeah, there's been illegal uh, videotape. Video, yeah. Yeah, and that was all big into that shit. Well, I had a good analogy when I was at work, and I gave myself a pat on the bat for it. I can't Maybe wait it's to good. hear it. Can't Maybe wait it's to good. Hear it. Maybe Let's it's see. bad. Let's see. Let's okay. find out. Okay. Let's say that you own a mom-and-pop uh, cell phone store. Yes. Okay. And then all of a sudden, the government steps in, and they say, I know you only sell cell phones at the moment, but you really need to be like this Best Buy over here. You need to sell DVDs. You need to sell um, washer, dryer. washer dryers, <laughs> televisions. And you're like, no, but I'm, I'm very, I have a very small subset of clients that I want to do. I don't give a shit. You're, you're now going to be forced to sell these other things. And then the company goes out of business. That's basically what's going on. Is you have a very specialized set of care that you're giving. And they're trying to say that you need to operate the same as a hospital that does everything. And that that's what was closing down a lot of clinics because they had to invest in a lot of money to... There's different regulations that go on in a regular little clinic and in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And to bring it, quote unquote, up to code would pretty much put the put them out of business. Right. And I think that the Republican Party and the Republic, Republican uh, majority house or whoever knew this and this they were being sneaky little shits and they they were like well if we can't outright outlaw abortion oh, it, it we're wasn't gonna... sneaky it was yeah. completely out in the open like if we can't outlaw it we're gonna make it as difficult as possible yeah because they were trying they they wanted the publicity of yeah. trying to do this yes any way possible mm-hmm. because they wanted the feather in their cap saying we we shut down plant planned parenthood but uh so did they offer vasectomies and and stuff like that or I'm actually not sure cuz I know I've only heard about women's care but like I said I am some I admit that I'm somewhat ignorant about it because yeah. like so I said early it's not it's not my fight per se right so uh yeah I mean I felt weird answering this question just because I've never had to deal with any yeah. of that stuff Oh yeah I, I just pull out and <laughs> cross my fingers I I I do feel like it would have been better suited for maybe if you had some women on the panel but nope think, at, le- at least get our uh, ignorant perspective on it uh eric eddie asks what are your views on anti-decepticon legislation and what are you doing to alleviate the worries of my constituents um eric eddie we are not in we're not in the government of cybertron so you're gonna have to go elsewhere send your that's email a, that's to... exactly what a decepticon would say <laughs> just letting you know uh I don't, I don't know how to respond because I honestly have not. You weren't seen, even listening to the question. No, I, I have not seen a single episode, full episode of Transformers. I heard there's a new one coming out. Um, and I on saw. Netflix? I saw the Michael Bay movie, the first two. Ooh, that first one was rough. First one was rough, and then they had the quote unquote black ro- robots. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. were hip cars and like, yo, man, what's up, dog? Yeah, I was like, oh, this terrible. is terrible. What? Why does Michael Bay get his lowest common? His lowest common denominator. He's he makes movies for the idiots. They like explosions. <laughs> explosions. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm fucking giving I, up. I saw that movie. Um. Oh man, Marky Mark and The Rock. Can't remember what the name of the fucking movie was. The other guys or no? No, it wasn't the. Other now that movie was great. No, the nice guys. No, this one's called uh, uh, The Rock and Marky The Rock Mark? and Marky Mark. Mark Wahlberg, a.k.a. Mark Wahlberg. Yes, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, nice eyebrow. He raised his eyebrow, people. Um, uh, yes, this the people's eyebrow. Um, <clears throat> pain and Gain. Pain and Gain. Yeah. I saw it with the girlfriend. I downloaded it because she wanted to watch it. 
You what? I downloaded it off Voodoo. No, I went to Google Play, paid my $19.99, and I downloaded it. <laughs> we watched it, and then I returned it back. <laughs> into the ether, into the digital the ether. ether. That was exactly what I said in my mind, but I cut myself off, so high five for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's like we're finishing each other's sentences. I was thinking of sandwiches, but... Damn it. Anyway. What's uh, your favorite? Come job. Uh, okay, so anyway, I watched it, and I was like... There's something off about this movie. Like, it was semi-funny, but stupid and unorganized, and there was no depth to it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what the hell's going on? I mean, it was okay. And then the credits start rolling, and then it said a Michael Bay film. I was like, ah, there we go. (laughs) It's all fucking Flash. God damn it. Because the same year that came out, uh, Wolf of Wall Street came out, and they are both dealing with people that were having drug issues. Mm Mm-hmm. And while Martin Scorsese was like, oh, man, here's a guy that had it all. You're going to go through it with him. You're going to go through it with him. You're going to see the downsides and the upsides of having the drug empire. And you're going to feel for him at the end. And then Michael Bay rolls around and like, oh, look at these two idiots on drugs. Like that's that was his approach to the movie. Yeah. And you can see it through the filmography. He uh, he's no Paul Verhoeven. (laughs) Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Did you know he's directing the uh Next the new Conan? Conan? There's an, they're making a reboot of the reboot? No, it's it's Arnold Schwarzenegger as Conan. He's coming back. King Conan. Yeah, he is. As and a really I, as and, a really old fuck. Yep. And Verhoeven's uh directing it. You heard it here first, folks. Uh oh. Um So to answer your question, Eric Eddie. <laughs> God damn it. Um it's a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a Decepticon. Without Decepticons, there'd be no Autobots. There you go. Um, let's see. I got another one. Oh, you do? Y- yes. Oh, uh, okay. Lori Rodriguez also asked on the lighter side. Okay. Not about abortion. Oh no, no, don't ask this because I know nothing. Do you no, nothing, know? No, do nothing you know about anything? anime. Do you know those movies? Yes. Okay, go. I've seen all three of them. She asked. Uh, well, there's two questions. First was best anime: How's Moving Castle, Perfect Blue, or Memories. I've seen all three. Um, I'm surprised Fist of the North Star <clears throat> was nowhere to be found in that. Oh, she wouldn't watch I'm just that. Kidding. Actually, I've never seen it. I'm not, you know, some forty. No Ninja Scroll. I'm not forty year old. That's, yeah, that's my know. that's my grandfather's anime. <laughs> I didn't say uh, Eighth Man or something so, like that. So, How's Moving Castle? I, I mean, it's a Studio Ghibli film. It's a Miyazaki flick. It has heart. Has depth. It sometimes gets serious and sometimes gets silly. I like it. I showed it to my kid. He enjoyed it. He thought it looked cool. Um, Perfect Blue is goddamn amazing. You should watch it and not think of it as an anime. Mm-hmm. Um, it's this guy. He's no longer with us. His name was Shitoshi Khan. He was, I think that might have been his first movie that he directed. And a lot, if you watch that and have seen Black Swan, mm-hmm. a lot of black swan has been lifted from perfect blue oh yeah yeah i saw the side by side stuff it's uh it's the basic plot is a girl that is in a pop group um she wants to get away from being in the j-pop you know japanese pop group and she wants to do more serious things like acting and she gets nervous and then there's the obsessed fan trying to kill her and then her having a psychological break and not knowing what's real and what's fantasy. Hmm. And they they can do a lot of things that they can't do in a live action movie. Well, they can somehow semi do it. I mean, they did it in Swan, Black Swan, but I think that when you see the adult movies uh, geared towards adult in anime, they they're able to do a lot of things that you can't really, oh, you know. <clears throat> in fact, 
what is that dude's name? Jodorowsky. No, not no. I'm oh. That's Hodorowski. Uh, the guy <laughs> oh, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hodorowski. Anyway, the the guy that did Black Swan. I'm total freaking blank. The Wachowski brothers. No motherfucker. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I Direc- don't know. Director of Pie. Yeah, yeah. Can't think of what his damn name is mm-hmm. to save my damn life. He purchased the rights to Perfect Blue for North, so that he can add a scene to Requiem for a Dream. There's a scene in which that girl's in a bathtub and then she screams underwater. Mm-hmm. Well, that is like frame for frame, frame for frame yeah. in Perfect Blue. Yeah, and that movie is amazing. I would probably say that's the best in the series. Okay. What she's talking about, Memories, the third movie, is a collection of three shorts. Um, it's all managed by the guy that directed Akira, or is it the guy from Ghost in the Shell? I think it's the guy from Akira. Mamoru Oshii, I believe is what it is. No, that's, that's Ghost in the Shell guy. Hmm. I think it's the Akira guy. Okay. It's either one of the two. They're both, they're both great anime directors. You've seen either one, Akira what? or Ghost in the Shell? Both of them, yeah. Okay. Surprised you have, youngster. Yeah. Well, they, they were my first anime. Were you still in diapers when you saw them? Uh, I, I was in uh, freshman year of high school when I saw them. That's what got me into the anime business. A friend let me borrow Ghost in the Shell and Ninja Scroll and uh, uh, the classics. Yeah, actually, uh, too bad Brennan's not here because that's actually how we met. Talking about those three movies. Damn, yep. he was thirteen, just a little fucking. Gotta kid. be eat. Gotta be having sixteen-hour days like a sucker. <laughs> I'm hoping you're doing well, Brennan. Anyway, it's just three shorts. Uh, they both are stylistically pretty cool. It's three different directors. They look amazing. They're about 30 to 45 minutes each. Uh, three great directors. They went on to do other stuff. I think that's a cool movie, visually and story-wise. But Perfect Blue's going to have to take the cake for that. Okay, the second question. She lo- Another one? Lori loves Holy two-parters. Shit. When she asks right, a question, she has a, she has a frame of... She, she has a she train wants, of thought. She wants to know things. Any predictions for the best indie film of 2016? I Sadly to say, I have not seen many 2016. If The Witch came out in 2016, I'm going to go with that. I can't remember when it actually came out. Um, in theaters? Yep. I think it was last year. Uh, that's a really good damn movie. Yeah. That, that stuck with me like cancer sticks to your lungs when you smoke a cigarette. Whoa. Whoa. That's, that's deep. Um, um, I haven't really seen a lot of indie movies this year. It's hard for me to see movies that don't involve animated creatures and fart jokes. Yeah. <laughs> um, 2016 indie film. Um, Swiss Army Man looks pretty cool, but I no, can't. No, dude. Come on. That really? movie looks cool. Uh, no. You didn't like Where the Wild Things Are? Yeah, I did. Like, it looks like that kind of same style. Dude, I don't uh, mind. I don't mind Brad Radcliffe. Yeah, and I definitely don't mind uh, Paul Dano. He's pretty cool. Okay. Well, I don't know. I'll I'll have to check it out. All right. Well, when it, when I when I have I, a double I'm not, date, I'm not interested with my chick. I'm not going to triple date with you. Just okay. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Kara Birch, the Beacon, is asking. We still doing one Wednesday the sixth. Kara, Mike has confirmed that yes. date. Yes. Uh, and I, I did it. And I realized that I've made a Lebowski reference from the same clip that I've made another Lebowski reference to her. She obviously does not know. Mm. So it's, if you will it, dude, there is no dream. Theodore Herzl, Herzl. Nation of Islam. You will it, dude, there is no dream. Interesting. So, yeah, she's it's coming a, on. It's the same scene. It's a, it's the bowling scene. We always have good conversations yes. with Kara the Beacon Birch. Yes. All right, let's move on to some tinfoil tirade. Ooh, juicy. Unexplained shit. 
Okay, so the tinfoil tirade was going to be one thing. Uh-oh. And then I got home and I discovered that China was the the headline I wrote I read. Okay, just hear me out. Uh China exports human meat as beef to Africa. Wow! So that's what I read. Okay. And then I read the first paragraph of that story and it seems, you know, they're exporting human meat to Africa. Whoa, that's fucking crazy. It is. But if you think about it. So an hour later, I searched for that story right when we sat down here to do it. Mm-hmm. This, the only headlines that pop up are China denies exporting human meat to Africa supermarkets as fake photos go viral. In the first article I saw, there were no photos. It was just, actually, it was like, you know, it looked like a, a ground beef factory where they were packaging ground beef. It was bright red, you know, mm-hmm. looked like beef. Uh, th- these photos are of human-shaped all right meat bags or whatever the fuck they are that looks like a that looks like an art exhibit it does so like we made a body out of bacon so my conspiracy theory is that they made it look so over the top so they can deny it yes that sounds like a good theory do you think that's possible though damage control like that yeah yes it's just those wackos on the blogs making up stuff china is so dense with people where would they even have room to raise that many cattle to export when they would be feeding their own population okay the main cities of china are pretty there's a lot of people Uh but asia like china is so fucking big like it's ridiculous it is big but where are these humans coming from there's incarcerated there's a billion of them there's a billion of them you don't think anybody misses loved ones okay i've seen some messed up stuff i've seen a warthog carry off a child and nobody stop it uh-huh. in China. Whoa, China's. I mean, life is cheap, dude. It is when very cheap. I, I people, have seen life is cheap. So many wrecks and di- dash cams. They just carry the body to the side yeah. of the road and keep keep going. It's crazy. It's terrible. But so, the, but the joke I was gonna make is that okay, go ahead, sir. Is that you know the first inkling was when they saw it was frayed meat. Oh man, um, no. GOT spoilies. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, that's a good one, actually. Uh, I'll give you half credit for this. Um, is it too far-fetched to be true? People go, okay, they have... Now, do you know, it it does sound like tabloid shit, though. It does. But, you know, conspiratorially thinking, how could this be possible? So, the only way that I know how is to compare situations with America, because I don't really know that much about China. So, how many people are in America? Uh, 30 million? I thought it was 200 and something. 300 million? million? I thought it, two to 300 million. Okay. Ish. And there's three times that amount in China. A billion people. A billion people. Um, how many people go missing in the U.S. every year? Thousands? <sighs> Thousands. It's gotta be. Yeah. Okay, but, but, the logistics of... Don't, don't, don't crush it just yet. We gotta, we gotta see how okay. it is possible. Okay. Uh... So let's say let's say there's four thousand people in America that go missing every year. That's probably doable out of millions and millions of people. How many people could go missing in China where it's it's communist, they have prisons and they lock people up for small infractions? I mean, if they were using the meat source from prisons. 
I could. don't think here's here's the here's the thing about that. The U.S. by far, by leaps and bounds, has more people in its jail houses in its prison system than any other country in the world. Right. Even but there's none that e- go missing. True. But even compared to the um, population of other countries, so it's not it's not weighted for how many people they have. We have that's a true. Buttload more people in there. Well, I'm not. Well, I'm I not, think there I'm could not be thinking cr- of prisons. I'm thinking of missing. Just missing. Just missing. Where would they get this meat source from? Uh, as far as I, as far as I, I mean, you know, Vice has done their episodes on uh, North Korea exporting workers to yeah. work in mines in Russia. In Russia, mm-hmm. it can't be impossible. The story can't be impossible. There's, I'm just not. Let's see where I'm feeling. I it. You know, give me a week. I'll, yeah. I'll have thought about it about the possibilities. Okay, the the way that the meat package industry works is you need to have in America, in America, around the world, you need to have a certain number of livestock. Yes, a certain number of livestock that gives birth to new livestock. Yes, and a rate in which you kill that doesn't destroy your ability to to procreate and make more stock. Yes, so you can't slaughter more than you're going to produce because you're not going to have as many cows to give birth to new cows. We'll see. So this. okay, go ahead. So with that, you. I think the logistics of keeping a population of humans, and there's no other way around it. You don't just wait around for them to naturally die and put them in a supermarket. You got to slaughter them. The process of intentionally slaughtering people and and chopping up their bodies and moving them across state lines, moving them across country lines, putting them on a boat and sending them to Africa. I think that that might be one of those things where... Well, supposedly they can. Have you ever bought something from China? Just curious. You know what? Because cus- Chinese yes. customs is pretty pretty fucked up. There's sometimes where you can buy really cheap shit from there. Yeah, but that's from China. That's from China to America. I imagine that it's the pro- same process China to anywhere else. China to Africa? Yeah. I don't know, man. You don't think they go I through the same you're process? Thinking of first world stuff. They could be. I don't know, man. I seeing how things work in Mexico. Our closest southern neighbor, uh, and hearing the shit that goes on there, and it's actually true with the cartels and stuff. Yeah, but I think this story is too new to really get a good grasp on the possibility that it might be true because it just seems so outlandish, and the Chinese government's already denying it. But how do you know it wasn't some criminal enterprise? They like money. Why not sell them meat? Sell meat to Africa. You know. You ever had the taste of human flesh? Tastes like pork. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I never have, but I've heard it tastes like pork. Isn't okay. Cannibal. Okay, there are. I imagine there's places in Africa that still practice cannibalism. Mm-hmm. I imagine there's a lot of uh, uh, there pre definitely are places in Africa pre colonized. Um, ever been colonized, post colonized, but they have their own traditions. Places that eat meat. And as far as I know, if you there's, eat, there's if you meat. eat the human brain, you you get that shit to where you go fucking nuts. Yeah, it's like mad cow disease. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But that's brains. We're talking about meat, human meat. flesh. And you're right. I'm looking through. I'm, I, I searched China human meat Africa, and all I see is China. No, we're not sending cans of human flesh. That's the government talking. Angrily denies. That's when you know it's real. <laughs> That's not. Let, let's hear what the triad has to say about that. You know, <laughs> they fucked. No, they found us out. That's my. That's a there, terrible Chinese gonna, accent. There's going to be a whistleblower sooner or later if the story's true. Some guy's going to a wrister brewer. <laughs> huh? 
That's my terrible Chinese. R's joke. are L's, man. R's are L's. Rucher, rural. That's terrible. Uh, Do we have any fart noises? Like you have, a, you have the sound thing that like slaps a baby and it cries. Nope, sure oh, don't. Fuck. It's not that kind of show. <laughs> Just you wait. <laughs> um, you got anything coming up? I think that shows. Yeah. All I got this baby. All I got is you. Oh, that's sweet. Um, nah, I really do need to get back into drawing. I did draw some unlicensed SpongeBob art piece for my son's room. Sweet. Um, I have a big idea in my head that I want to execute, but I want to do it right. And I really want to jump into it. I want to make some, it's an art piece of a person that involves not 3D, mind you, just 2D, a 2D, um, nine pointed star, 10 pointed star, 12 pointed star, um, using geometry. Um, well, basic geometry, you know, you divide it by 360 and like 12 sided will be everything. You're going to do sacred geometry. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I know that there's like some, some, um, uh, Muslim stuff where you, you, you take it and you make the marks and then you make the perfect circles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just drawing out a circle, putting a tick mark every 30 degrees and connecting them all. And then you got a 12 sided thing and then connect them all to the other connections. And it looks cool. It's in my head. Um, I want it to be big. I have never done anything maybe bigger than a eight by 10 oh, or wow. a five and a half by eight. And what are you going to do? How big are you going to make it? I was thinking 16 by 20 and that's pretty big to me. It seems like it's a lot. I, I'm always scared. I mean, I know I'm not a artist artist and, uh, buy a yardstick and do a 30 by 40. <laughs> I want to, I want to hang up like one piece and be like, Hey, this is something I did. And mm-hmm. I think I can do it. I was going to use a record as maybe the biggest circle in this thing, something equivalent in size. And then the smaller ones will probably be like CD sizes. Hmm. I don't know. I'm using a lot of household objects because I, yeah. I, I don't own a, you need a compass. Uh, a compass. Well, yeah, but the thing is, I find that the circles I'm going to be making, doesn't that leave lots of uh, holes? Doesn't the compass leave a very no, glaring hole in the middle? You get a piece of cardboard or a little piece of cardstock. And put it right where it's going to do it? Yeah, that's what I do. I don't hmm. know. I don't know if it's a, it's the right way to do it, but anyway. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's what I got going on. I, I, want, I want to delve back into it. I do miss when you and I and Brennan would have our silly little sketches here hey man i started drawing this weekend there you i go. got three pieces going i just need to figure a couple things out before there you I... go and so i'm gonna push you you're gonna need to have an art show in 2017 mm, that's you possible that's possible yes yeah. i don't, I don't want to rush you this year you got only got six months left this year yeah. six five and a half uh but... this time next year it is possible yes uh it is do it i don't know if i will but it's possible you should i should I should. You should. Uh, Imagine you have a lot of ideas in your brain. You I think, think you think you got uh, constipation. I think twenty twenty is gonna be the uh, <laughs> come on the year to do the apo- post apocalypse show. Yeah. Um. The show is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. <laughs> uh, Lone Star Buttons is a small button manufacturer. They will take your circular art and create a button out of it. Um. At multiple in multiple sizes. And shapes, shapes, what shapes? Uh, oh yeah, they do rectangles now. Um, just go on down to that 90s style website, lonestarbuttons.com, and you'll see everything Adam Stimpy Jones has to offer. Uh, to get in touch with that clawless Wolverine, you can email him at info at lonestarbuttons.com, or you can call his, I don't know, enter description here at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gabe sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits.
Um, Mike, thanks for coming. It was fun, as usual. Thank, thank you for having me. Thank you to the listeners for yes. giving us some in-depth topics to talk about. You got to hear two dudes talking about abortion. Yes. Congratulations. Thank you. And always remember to, uh, you can email rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Send us additional questions. Send us some stories to talk about. Anything you want us to tackle. If you want us to tell you about the current state of Israel, we can bone up on it for a week and give you our dissertation. Nothing is too taboo. No. Um, just but, remember, you know, if you do it standing up, you won't get pregnant. Yes. Um, if you let it leak out. Right. Right. Yes. Let gravity do its that work. Sounds about right. Uh, let's see. Go to revengeoftheworld.com and check out all of our social media links and links to the show, you know, upcoming news. And we have a store going that has some buttons in it right now. Sweet. Some uh, magnet buttons. We're going to get some shirts soon? We are working on that, sir. I, I think I'm actually going to come up with a second design because I want to offer the listeners something special all right uh gently go fuck yourselves it's a new one this one is a little called are you ready